0: Everyone, welcome or welcome back to House Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shi. It's S H I. And if you're completely new here, I highly suggest you give the intro episode a listen because it's much more than an intro episode because I dive deep into who I am, a little background about myself. So I suggest you give that episode a listen and then come back here and listen to this episode. But if you're here from the intro episode, Hey, welcome back. So happy to have you here. So before diving deep into the topic of today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, what's going on with me and how's life. A little sneaky peeky moment, I might say. So at the time of recording this podcast, it is peak monsoon season here where I'm from. So if you didn't know already, I'm from India and it's monsoon season here and Let's just say I'm not a huge fan of this season, cause I mean, I love a few aspects of this season, like you know, sitting inside, having a hot beverage, having some pakoras and watching it rain outside and all that stuff. But overall, I'm not a huge fan of this season, cause I feel everything is so dull, okay maybe not dull, but not bright either, let's put it that way, I mean it rains all day. It's very very moist and personally, I feel it's kinda depressive. Um, I don't know, I'm the kind of a person who is very much affected by how the weather outside is and honestly, even though I'm a September born, which is during late monsoon season back here in India, I am a summer baby through and through. Um, yeah, I don't like getting all sweaty and stuff during summers but I honestly, Thrive, literally thrive in summers when everything is bright outside, sun comes up and I am at my peak motivation. So before getting too distracted with why I brought up the seasons and all, it is because even though it's monsoon season here in India and it's continuously has been raining for the past three days and no sun is out after continuously raining for three freaking days today. The sun is finally out and I cannot be any more grateful because I woke up to the sun rays sitting on my face through the windows and boy I'm freaking excited, happy and pumped for the day straight out of bed. So it's sunny outside hence it's a recording day. Also, this is my first time recording and I am kinda nervous. and because I haven't ever, you know, recorded myself and listened to how I sound. I mean, I have recorded myself, but have never listened back to it. So I'm going to listen to it while editing and it's going to be totally new for me, which is kind of nerve wracking, but I'm also excited because new experience, new experience. So for the first episode, I was thinking what I want to talk about, because, you know, people say first impression is quite important. And I wanted to talk about something which will not only resonate with a lot of you guys, but everyone can take a bit out of this episode. And also something about which I'm quite comfortable and passionate about. So for today's episode, I want to talk about, and okay, this is the topic of the episode, which goes like, how's life when you are romanticizing it and feeling like the main character? Yeah, that's the topic. We are going to talk about romanticizing life, feeling like, and living like the main character. Now, I feel most of you all are familiar with these words, because a lot of YouTube videos and podcast episodes are already out here about these things. But if you're not, romanticizing basically is a new way of exploring mindfulness, the practice of paying attention to the present moment, and becoming aware of your physical sensations, thoughts, and emotions, and accepting them in a non-judgmental way. Now I was aware of this term called romanticizing, but never fully became involved with romanticizing my life up until last year, when I felt like my life was going down south. Um, Well, that will be a different episode, but that's when I came across this term and the term main character as well which translates to creating a more authentic version of yourself and treating yourself like you are the main character in your world or in your movie called life. And let's just say, these things changed my life in a very good and positive way. They elevated my confidence levels and honestly helped me bring out my authentic self where I'm not scared anymore to show people who I truly am or saying things on my mind without any filter. So as I was going through this phase of romanticizing my life, I realized we all have been doing this in some way or form. At least that was the case for me and I feel a lot of you guys listening to this for maybe as well. For example, I grew up in an Indian household and we have a million festivals and we love celebrating them in a grand way. We have Holi, Diwali, Makar Sankranti, Durga Puja, etc. These are all Indian festivals, by the way. And if you wanna learn more about them, you can do a simple Google search. But during these festivals, all the family members gather together, dividing shorts among themselves. Where a group focuses on decorations, another group handles cooking, and you know, few members go out for shopping, and overall, caters and amazing and wholesome experience for the whole family. Celebrating them with my family and having an amazing time together was my elevated way of romanticizing life, where as a little kid, I would look forward to these festivals and good food, family time, which in itself is a huge privilege and I totally acknowledge it. Another example is like, you know, how I just complained being not a big fan of the rainy season. So when it would rain or when the weather is quite chilly outside, my grandma would make pakoras which are fritters made using different kind of vegetables and we would have them with some hot beverage like chai, sitting inside and watching it rain outside. That somehow made me love that moment because it had that nostalgic factor associated with it and made me not hate the rain completely so this was my way of without even knowing romanticizing the rainy season and now that i have talked about pakoras i should definitely make some whenever it rains next time another thing which comes up quite often when talking about you know romanticizing life is making mundane things exciting so for this example i'm gonna bring in my mom because whenever she's doing these mundane tasks like folding clothes or cleaning the house She, in the background, plays some Indian music and she goes at these tasks. That is her way of romanticizing these mundane activities like cleaning and folding clothes. I definitely see myself doing these as I'm older now. I definitely see myself doing this as I'm older now. So whenever I'm cleaning my desk or my room, I would put on some high energy, hype music, which helps me make this mundane task of cleaning into something of a fun experience, where I no longer dread the task and it elevates my mood instantly. I also love making playlists for different experiences and if you didn't know already I'm 21 years old and I go to university where I have to commute for around 30 minutes and I would not really be looking forward to commuting to college. But you know putting some good music makes this 20 to 30 minutes commute into More of an enjoyable experience where I would imagine being in a movie, enjoying the ride, staring outside the window, and you know, appreciating the little details of everyday life. Appreciating the small things in life is also an idea which comes with romanticizing the life where you know, a cup of coffee in your favorite mug, a smile from a stranger, or okay, not creepy stranger or exchanging handmade gifts with your friend etc. brings a lot of joy and you know helps you romanticize the situation and nothing can be boring anymore. Now as we have an idea of what romanticizing and being a main character is and we know what is the vibe that we are trying to embody here, I want to go through a list of things which I either found on the internet and incorporated into my daily life or some which I have come up on my own which have helped me romanticize my life and feel like I'm the main character and hopefully will help you too to spice up your life and make it a fun one to live because we all have looked people up on the social media, compared ourselves and felt like their life is much better than ours, in turn lacking appreciation for ours, comparing ourselves, feeling bad for the things or experiences we didn't get to have. I'm guilty of doing that, so it's time we come in clutch and, you know, pay attention to our lives and try making it a beautiful one, because this is our movie. This is your movie. This is my movie, and you are the main protagonist here, the main character, the center, the sun of this solar system, and the spotlight is on you. So let's get started. Number one is having a small dedicated time for yourself in the morning which can be part of your morning routine, where you just hype yourself up and set the tone for the day. This can be watching some videos you really like or playing music that you really enjoy. For example, as soon as I wake up, I brush my teeth, do my daily chores, and I make myself a cup of coffee in this very cute mug of mine, which I got as a gift from my sister. And I go straight to my laptop and put on any videos or music to just hype myself up for the day. To you know, wipe to it, and I call this my hype hour. It can be for an hour or less than that, but you get what I'm saying, right? Again, you don't have to do it in the morning, but whenever you want to during the day. But for me, taking some time for myself while having my coffee and watching things which put me in a very good mood has really helped me romanticize the morning, and having my coffee. Before getting started with the day to the point where I get really excited to have my morning cup of coffee and my hype hour the night before. And also, I have a playlist full of videos on YouTube to play during this hype hour. So that says a lot. And doing this makes you not only romanticize these mundane things which we might take for granted among all the other things we do, But romanticizing it sets you up for the morning, gets you really excited, and overall, puts you in a really good mood. Number two is spending some time and creating something in the nature. This can be having a picnic date with your friends in the nearby park or garden, while having a little painting session, talking about life with music playing in the background, and overall, just vibing together and feeling the good energy all around. Tell me this doesn't make you feel like you are in some movie having the best freaking main character moment. Similar to this, what I have been doing recently is taking some time out in the evening and going up to my terrace with my sketch pad and watching the sunset, randomly sketching something on my sketch pad and taking in the beautiful view. I don't know, it's just the act of taking some time for yourself from your busy day and creating while sitting in the nature um, it definitely does a lot of good to it and you know honestly elevates your romanticizing the life experience. Number three is adding a fun element to the daily things you do. This can be having your morning coffee in a cute mug. This can be putting together a cute outfit for going to school or work, adding some jewelry, adding light makeup while having the music playing in the background prepping you for the day, romanticizing the whole idea of being that girl who is put together, looks presentable, talking and appreciating yourself while looking in the mirror, which also gives you a lot of confidence to take on the day. This can be during also your commute where you put on a podcast or when you are cooking a new recipe. I would say just adding A fun element to the daily mundane things you do honestly elevates and upgrades our experience of doing them. Number four is hanging out with the right people. Now, who are these right people, you may ask? These are the people who bring out the best in you. These are the ones who get you excited about life. They have fun and are very grateful for all the little things that life has to offer. In the past i have been surrounded by a lot of people there were so many good ones and i appreciate them but they were definitely the kind with whom i felt like my energy was just going down and when you're with these people you just cannot be excited about anything that you love and honestly you just can't be around them and be you you feel like you have to somehow hide you truly are, like putting on a mask in front of them because they themselves are not excited about anything or are grateful for anything. Mm, They are probably dealing with something on their own, but if you're not that kind of person, then definitely be aware of who you are hanging out with because energy matters a lot. The people with whom you exchange your energy makes a huge difference on how you're going to be feeling after that interaction. So be aware of that. Even if your vibes are quite high, you are, were very excited about the situation. Letting those kinds of people in might make your mood go down south. So hang out with those people who make you happy and excited. Because honestly, after I found my soul tribe, if I may say, I now look forward to going to college because I get to hang out with them and it instantly elevates my mood and I'm really grateful for them being in my life. Next is relating your experiences to a show or a movie for example let's say you're on a road trip and instead of sleeping through the whole car ride you can romanticize the experience as it is shown in movies like zindagi na milegi ye jawani hai Diwani. these are both bollywood movies and very good examples to you know watch and take inspiration to romanticize your own life Or if you're not vibing in school, you can watch shows like Gilmore Girls, who, you know, kind of elevate the experience of your school life and romanticizing it. You can find a lot of shows like that unique to your own experience. This also ties in with a quote from one of my favorite author, Austin Kleon, who is the writer of this book, trilogy, called Steal Like an Artist, Show Your Work, and Keep Going, where He said in an interview, and I quote, There is something infectious about watching someone be enthusiastic about something. Which makes you go, ah, I want to do that too. So watching movies, shows, or even YouTube videos about a person experiencing something similar to you can get you so excited and also might give you a few ideas to try. So I would say definitely try this. Next is romanticizing the seasons through different foods and drinks. This is again something which I used to do, but when I actually paid close attention to it, is when I I really started appreciating it. So me and my sister have been doing this a lot recently, where we try different foods and drinks specific to that season, to you know, um, kind of romanticize the whole experience of that season. So when it was summer, we had coconut water directly from the coconut. Um, I don't know, gave us Hawaii feels. We also made mango juices for the whole family. We made mango pudding because mango here is a seasonal fruit, which we only get during summers. So we decided to make the most of it. We also got these ice cream sticks from the supermarket, which we used to have as little kids and brought them loaded in our fridge. And having them not only brought those childhood memories back, but helped us romanticize the season of summer, which we already like even more. We also clicked cute pictures and printed them as Polaroids. And now we have awesome memories associated with the summer of 2023. Honestly, I'm really grateful for my sister because she's one of those people who is up for any adventure and definitely fits in those right people category. You who you want to be surrounded by and with her, I'm going to try and approach this monsoon season and upcoming winter season a little differently and let's see what happens. Number 7, I think it's number 7, is doing things solo. This is quite powerful. okay. And this is something I am a little scared to do as of now but I'll tell you a little experience my friend had when she was having those high vibes, feeling all independent and having her main character moment. So my friend loves writing stories and to embrace and romanticize the whole writer aesthetic, she went to this food cluster type of area inside a mall where there is big sitting space and there are a lot of food places and coffee shops to order from. She picked a table, she ordered her coffee, got her notepad out and started crafting scenes for her stories. And let me tell you, she was having her moment because later when she was telling me about the whole experience, she sounded extremely happy. She told me how she felt quite independent and like the big girl going on about life, which made me quite inspired to do something like that. So maybe I can embody the whole working girl aesthetic, write the script for my next podcast episode with a cup of coffee by my side, sitting in a cafe. (laughs) Oh my god, that sounds freaking awesome and I'll let you know if I did that or not in the next episode. So maybe tune in for that. Number eight is to listen to music that elevates your mood. Now among all the things that I have mentioned, that you could do to romanticize your life, you can probably see that listening to music being mentioned or being incorporated in the background a lot. That's how much I love listening to music. Creating these mini playlists to represent probably the theme songs of my life, to, you know, elevate the main character energy, and honestly, it is very much effective. The chills you feel when you hear a particular moving piece of music or an upbeat song, a slow song, a sad song, a rap to kick off your morning. Honestly, I feel music can make or break the experience. So listening to appropriate music helps you appreciate the experience and helps to romanticize and makes you feel like you're living in that movie, that you are the main character, like you are that girl. And honestly, you can never be sad listening to upbeat music because music carries vibration and I would say you should definitely use it to your advantage. Now, as I have talked about all things romanticizing life and main character movements and stuff, I also want to quickly touch down upon the practical side of this whole aspect of romanticizing life and tell you that you don't have to romanticize everything. Like right? you don't have to romanticize your mistakes and you know let them go as if they are nothing. You don't have to romanticize being sad because that's definitely not the right way to go. And you should definitely not romanticize trauma. Now you gotta be a little practical too and learn from your mistakes and all the oopsies you face in your life and go through them, come up with solutions, get help wherever it's needed and talk to your loved ones honestly and figure it out. Don't just sweep it under the rock just because you are romanticizing your life. Okay, these were a few ways in which I am romanticizing my life and make myself feel like I'm the main character in this movie called My Life. And doing them has brought a lot of positive changes, made me feel more confident and made me more of an outgoing person and honestly helped me be a better version of myself. And, you know, feel hopeful for all the things that are yet to come. It has made me excited for all the upcoming chapters. Or, if I may say, the arcs of my life in, you know, the bookish, manga and anime terms. And, honestly, it all started when I decided to take initiative. Taking that steering wheel into my hand and making my way through life. Because you only have the power to do it. And only you can create an enriching and fulfilling life for yourself. And no one else can do it for you. So I would say just go for it. Don't think too much, guys. Just get up and get going. And at the last, I want to say that I wanted to approach this whole romanticizing life from different perspectives. And also wanted to talk about the practical side of things, which I feel like I did so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode got inspired in some way got to learn something new and i just want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode and honestly giving house life podcast a chance (laughs) i am so grateful for you guys thank you for sticking till the end and i hope to see you in the next one so please subscribe give it a rating maybe give it a review maybe, check the show notes for more info and if you do all of these, I will love you for life. And also follow the podcast at houselife.byshe on Instagram. Tell me how much you enjoyed this episode, any feedback or constructive criticism you have for this episode or the podcast in general, you can send me there and also tune in for more madness. That's the end. This is your host, She, signing off. Love you so much and goodbye.